0: Om Vasudevaya. Bhagavate Vasudevaya Oh,
1: no, no, i Vasudevaya.
0: Nasta prashu bandreshu Nasta sai
2: shubhate shubhakam
0: bagavata Sevaya, ya Aduchi Sevaya, shloke Namati namaskarte bavati naishtiki Harti bavati naishtiki Narayanam
1: nam namaskritya Rai nam namaskritya
0: Chara banurutam Namaskara namaru devam sarasvatim yasana So we're reading from Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 3, Chapter 15, Description of the Kingdom of God. And we'll continue uh, the purport to text 25, we'll read the verse, so refresh our memory. Persons whose bodily features change in ecstasy and who breathe heavily and perspire due to hearing the glories of the Lord, are promoted to the kingdom of God, even though they do not care for meditation and other austerities. The kingdom of God is above the material universes, and it is desired by Brahma and other demigods. We will start the purport in the uh, where it says, Maybe it's noted. the one, the third, right third paragraph. It may be noted. Yeah. It may be noted that there are ten offenses we should avoid. The first offense is to decry persons who try in their lives to broadcast the glories of the Lord. People must be educated in understanding the glories of the Supreme. Therefore, the devotees who engage in preaching the glories of the Lord are never to be decried. It is the greatest offense. Furthermore, the holy name of Vishnu is the most auspicious name, and his pastimes are also none different from the holy name of the Lord. There are many foolish persons who say that one can chant Hare Krishna, or chant the name of Kali, or Durga, or Shiva, because they are all the same. If one thinks that the holy name of the Supreme Personality of Godhead and the names and activities of the demigods are on the same level, or if one accepts the holy name of Vishnu to be a material sound vibration, that is also an offence. The third offence is to think of the spiritual master who spreads the glories of the Lord as an ordinary human being. The fourth offense is to consider the Vedic literature, such as the Puranas or other transcendentally revealed scriptures, to be ordinary books of knowledge. (laughs) The fifth offense is to think that the devotees have given artificial importance to the holy name of God. The actual fact is that the Lord is non-different from his name. The highest realization of spiritual value is to chant the holy name of God, as prescribed for the age. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama,
2: Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Rama Rama, Hare
0: Hare. The sixth offense is to give some interpretation on the holy name of the Lord, of God. The seventh offense is to act sinfully on the strength of chanting the holy name of God. It is understood that one can be freed from all sinful reactions simply by chanting the holy name of God. But if one thinks that he is therefore at liberty to commit all kinds of sinful acts, that is a symptom of offense. The eighth offense is to equate the chanting of Hare Krishna with other spiritual activities, such as meditation, austerity, penance, or sacrifice. They cannot be equated at any level. The ninth offence is to specifically glorify the importance of the holy name before persons who have no interest. The tenth offence is to be attached to the misconception of possessing something, or to accept the body as one's self, while executing the process of spiritual cultivation. When one is free from all ten of these offences, in chanting the holy name of God, he develops ecstatic bodily features called pulakashru. Pulaka means symptoms of happiness, and ashru means tears in the eyes. The symptoms of happiness and tears in the eyes must appear in a person who has chanted the holy name offenselessly. Here in this verse it is stated that those who have actually developed the symptoms of happiness and tears in the eyes by chanting the glories of the Lord are eligible to enter the kingdom of God. In the Chaitanya Charitamrita, it is said that if one does not develop these symptoms while chanting Hare Krishna, it is to be understood that he is still offensive. Chaitanya Charitamrita suggests a nice remedy in this connection. There it is said in verse 31, chapter eight of the Adi Lila, that if anyone takes shelter of Lord Chaitanya and just chants the holy name of the Lord, Hare Krishna, he becomes freed from all offenses. The verse again, persons whose bodily features change in ecstasy and who breathe heavily and perspire due to hearing the glories of the Lord are promoted to the kingdom of God, even though they do not care for meditation and other austerities. The kingdom of God is above the material universes, and it is desired by Brahma and other demigods. Omagana Tamirandasya, Gananjana, Salakaya, Chakshiram, Miditanjana, tasmar Sri so these 10 offenses to be avoided in the chanting of the Holy Name, uh, there's actually many offenses, and the Nectar Devotion is a whole chapter of many different kinds of offenses. Uh, specifically, these 10 offenses, Prabhupada would lecture about those in, in every initiation lecture, at least every one I've ever heard or seen. That was always the subject of uh, his lecture. And we, we, we know, we hear from Lord Chaitanya that there's no, no hard and fast rules for chanting these names. You can chant these names when you're taking a shower, when you're working, when you're doing anything. No hard and fast rules for chanting, but there's uh, two things that Lord Chaitanya didn't tolerate. Like he was, he wanted everyone to chant, but two things. Anyone know what those two things are? Offense against the yeah, the, the, uh, aparad finding, uh, fault finding in Vaishnavas. And the other one, anyone know, was hypocrisy. And the example was uh, Chotra Haridas, who was a brahmachari, he approached uh, a woman for just re- making a request for some food stuff or something. So just, uh, we have to avoid Uh, offending Vaishnavas. But our life is not meant to just focus on offenses. Just like when when you're riding a bicycle or when you're driving. Does anyone ever look, uh, when you're driving down the freeway, do you look right in front of your bumper? No, you look several hundred feet. Because if you're going at 50 miles an hour, there's a curve coming. You have to prepare yourself. Whatever we focus on, that's where we're going to go. If you're constantly looking right in front of the bumper and you come to a sharp turn, you won't have time. You'll, you'll run off the road. So as I mentioned in the previous verse here, that uh, it was regrettable that people are not hearing about and meditating on, uh, uh, me- meditating on the, on what happens in Vaikunta we are supposed to be meditating, right? like reading Prabhupada's Krishna book and Chaitanya Charitamrita, meditating on the activities of Krishna Loka, of the Vaikuntha planets. And if we're constantly meditating on those things, these offenses will will naturally, they won't, we won't have to deal with them. It's just like if you go to somebody and you just tell them, you know, don't eat meat, fish, or eggs, don't eat. And they say, well, what am I going to eat? That's all I live on. But if you bring them a nice plate of prasadam from Govinda's buffet or some, some maha prasad, you know, you don't even have to tell them, you know, don't eat meat, fish, or eggs. They're so satisfied with what's positive. You give them nice prasadam, they, they can easily give up the lower taste. So in spiritual life, we're encouraged to, uh, focus on what's positive. Prabhupada gave a whole formula to devotees. He, he gave a formula, you rise early, attend Mangalarti, chant Japa, and Nasta Badreshu, hear the Srimad Bhagavatam every day, discuss it in the association of devotees. He gave us a formula. And if we follow that formula, we'll get a result. Just like anyone here who cooks in the kitchen, you know if you have a recipe for some prep to bake a cake for example and if you say well i'm not going to use uh you know yeast in this i'm going to use you know salt instead or i'm going to you know change one of the ingredients or i'm not going to do that right if we change or revise or try to change the formula that's been handed down to us by our previous acharyas srila Prabhupada and whole lineage he's coming in, our Brahma, Madhva, Godhya, Sampradaya. If we change something, it's like changing a recipe when you're cooking. And something might come out of it. You might get something, but it, it may not be the result that uh, Prabhupada has promised us. And uh, this chapter here begins with the demigods were approaching Lord Brahma, uh, very concerned and worried because Diti was pregnant with uh, Hiranyaksha and Hiranyakashipu, and the, the sky was getting dark, there were so many problems, they were approaching Lord Brahma, what should we do? And then then this chapter uh, goes on, Lord Brahma is describing, he starts to be, begin to describe the Vaikuntas, and uh, that's that verse we read a few days ago about hearing about the Vaikuntas, in the description of the kingdom of God. And then, the last few verses, now he's moving on. What are the symptoms of someone who could get to the Like in, In this verse, persons, you see bodily features change in ecstasy, they breathe heavily, perspire due to hearing the glories of the Lord. So, every one of us, when we hear the Srimad Bhagavatam, it's not to be just an academic study, we're meant, to take, uh, a close look in the mirror to take personal inventory. Am I, am I experiencing these, these bodily changes? Are there tears coming from my eyes? And if there aren't tears coming from their, my eyes, it must mean that we're committing some offenses. It's like when you're in the kitchen, you're baking a cake and you open the oven and it's flat, you know, it didn't rise or, know, I think, well, what did I do wrong here? So the same way when, when we're in the kirtan, we're chanting, we're, we're externally, we're, we're following the process, but there's not tears in my eyes. I'm not, you know, my hair is not standing on end in ecstasy. We're meant to take inventory. We're meant to take a close look at ourselves. Like everyone in the material world has this propensity to, we're supposed to dovetail our propensities in Krishna's service. So this propensity for fault finding, the best way to, to dovetail it is to stand in front of the mirror, you know, daily, and because that's where we can find many faults, or we should look for those faults. It's easy to see faults, oh, he did that, she did that, find others, but, you know, when we're pointing like this, there's three of them pointing back, we have to look look inside take a look, is there something that that I'm not doing, something I neglected in my own uh, practice of sadhana. The sadhana is not just some exercise that devotees do. Karel gave a specific formula because this is process of purification. And he lectured on this at every initiation lecture because it's very important. He, He told devotees to chant you know follow these principles chant a minimum of 16 rounds a day but it's not just a machine thing we put the beads on just fire off the beads and go through it we're supposed to be hearing the holy name and realizing krishna is non-different from his name and uh, of all the offenses the first to blaspheme devotees who've dedicated their lives for propagating the holy name of the lord uh, we want to we be exactly the opposite. We want to be thankful and appreciative to devotees. Like Prabhupada, he crossed the ocean. He had a heart attack. He came here with nothing. He was uh, attacked in New York. They stole his typewriter. Look what he went through so we could be here. And then even on a, a very local level, uh, this temple is very inspiring, it's like a nice family atmosphere, but it didn't, this temple didn't just drop in from, you know, outer space, it didn't just, okay, here's a temple, come on devotees, come and, you know, eat prasadam every day. No, the devotees, I don't know all the devotees involved, but somebody worked very hard to raise the Lakshmi or preach to people to give the Lakshmi, to 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 build this place, to develop it. You know, we have to be thankful, all the Vaishnavas around us, who have, they've, uh, you know, we're thinking, oh, this is pretty good. I joined the Hare Krishna movement, there's temples, I get a place to stay and good food. But we should be thankful. There's so many devotees that that put out, they did so much to to make these places happen. And uh, that's just the opposite of, you know, finding fault in devotees. And certainly devotees, they may have, people may have made mistakes over time, but our business is to focus on what devotees have done right. And even Prabhupada set examples, he, he showed us by his own example, when a devotee would make a mistake sometime, maybe in private, he would, you know, he would speak to the devotee and uh, uh, he, he would speak to the devotee and chastise them, you know, but publicly he would always glorify the good qualities of a devotee. Like there was uh, one devotee, uh, some of you may know him, Madhav who was preaching in Australia for many years, and uh, he was a sannyasi. Uh, I, and uh, he, <clears throat> he had left sannyas in the mid or early 70s and he uh, moved to Hawaii, he, had, uh, he got married, had children. I, I met him uh, first time in, uh, in 1977. I was leaving India. I was staying in a hotel, and the devotee I was staying with, Gursundar, he was with his wife, he told me, oh, Maravisa just came, can you stay in your room? Because we were gonna leave India the next day and go back to the uh, uh, Honolulu. So Madhuviza stayed in my room and he was telling me, you know, I got the letter like many other devotees got. They received a letter from Upendra Prabhu, it was Prabhupada's servant, that Prabhupada wants all his disciples to come to Vrindavan. So uh, Madhuviza had last seen Prabhupada when he was a sannyasi and he left, he got married. He had, I think he had one son, possibly two by then. So he came to Vrindavan to see Prabhupada. And at that time, Prabhupada was very ill in August and September of 1977. He was wearing dark glasses. Vision was not that good. He was in his room, and he said, Visa went in. And visa told me, he said, I went into the room. And Prabhupada looked up, and he said, oh, who is that? And one of the devotees said, it's Visa, Srila Prabhupada. And Prabhupada, Madhavisa told him, Prabhupada raised his arms, my Visa? He's back. And Prabhupada motioned him and he actually embraced him. And Madhaviza was thinking, he told me when he went into Prabhupada's room, he thought Prabhupada would open his eyes and burn him into ashes. You know, you fallen vantasi. They say when, when a sannyasi gets married or when a sannyasi gets involved with a woman, the Sanskrit word is vantasi. It's like a dog who eats his own vomit sannyasi goes back. It's like a dog who eats a very low-class thing. That uh, it just, it shouldn't ever happen. But when he came back to Prabhupada, Prabhupada actually, he, he embraced him. Manavisa was just describing, this is, this is the mercy of our Srila uh, Prabhupada. He's so, so special. He, he, devotees may have made mistakes. I mean, look what Prabhupada was working with when he came here. When he came to New York, he wasn't working with a group of uh, young men that were brought up, vegetarian and brahminical families, worshiping the Lord since birth. He, he, he picked up whatever he had. That's our philosophy in, in devotional service. You don't have to, don't wait till you have a million dollars, then I'll go out and do some devotional service. Don't wait till you're thoroughly purified or you memorize the whole Bhagavad Gita. Use whatever you have in Krishna's service, whatever you have. You know, if you know how to cook chapatis, cook chapatis for Krishna. If you know how to uh, to build something, build something for Krishna. Whatever we have. Rupa Goswami's principle, yukta varagi ucite, real renunciation, Means using whatever you have in Krishna's service. We shouldn't be envious of another devotee has a better quality than me, or you know, he knows how to do this, or he's like the best, you know, Murdanga player, or you know, she's like the best cook, you know. I wish I could do that like that. There's something uh part of a purport I just wanted to read here. Just one sentence. It's from text 19. It says, Srila Prabhupada says in the purport, the most important thing about the spiritual world is that there is no envy among the devotees there. So Prabhupada said many times, and especially right toward the end, he said, your love for me will be seen by how you cooperate amongst yourselves. So our, our business as aspiring devotees is to learn how to peacefully work together. That's what I think, one of the, you know, I keep thinking about this temple, where oh, what's this? You know, maybe I've only been here a few days, I don't see everything, but it looks like just a very cohesive family of devotees, you know, some are cooking, some are cleaning, some are going on Hari Nam. And this is what Prabhupada wanted. Doesn't this temple remind you of the temples in the 1970s and when everyone just worked together, it doesn't matter. you know you know this guy's on a trip about that, this one's doing that, no, but we're all here to serve Prabhupada. We're here to serve Krishna, and whatever it takes to do that, that's what we're going to that's what we want to do. Uh, I mean that was second uh, second offense. A third offense, disobey the orders of the spiritual master. We already know what happens with that. If we don't follow the spiritual master's instructions, that havoc is sure to come to us. Fourth offense, blaspheme Vedic literatures, or literatures in pursuance of the Vedic version. Um, We have to be careful. These books that we have, they're not ordinary books. When we, when we give, when we're doing book distribution, every book you put into someone's hand, you have to know you're giving him the greatest possible gift. Especially this time of year, uh, uh, well, in December, when there's Gita Jayanti, many of the people of Indian origin, they understand how it's a very valuable thing, and they'll all donate for Bhagavad Gita's at that time of year. But a devotee should understand, it's not just, this selling books is not just business. It is our family business as Prabhupada called it. But when, when you place one of these books in someone's hand, you're giving them the greatest possible gift we can ever give anybody. It's it's better than giving someone a million dollars. Of course for all of us we might like a million dollars because we'll just go buy a million dollars worth of books so we can get a lot of them now. But if someone will open these books and read a few sentences It can transform their life, their life. It can transform them. So, anyway, this point uh, just to go back a little. This point of working without envy, not uh, or cooperating amongst ourselves. uh, The service that Krishna has given me somehow traveling with. Festival of India we do these rahitras and festivals for externally we you know set tents up and stages and sound system but the other half of the program that most people probably aren't aware of is Festival of India is a bhakti program for young young men like we take men from 16 to 30 and there's a few of us that are over 60 but many times it's young men. And this is, it's a bhakti program for them. We're, we're helping them to learn to be team players, team players, to work together to serve Prabhupada. Just like this temple here, if there was only one person here, even if it was a Atul Puru, he couldn't do the restaurant, the books, the Harinam, the Pujari. He, one man can't do it all. Even one superwoman couldn't do it all. But when there's a whole team, When we work together, there's so much we can do. Prabhupada uh, explained to us that uh, all of us, if we all work together, we can accomplish so much more than what the sum total of all of us could do, working independently. If we're able to work together, we become stronger, like a bundle of sticks. An individual stick, you can easily snap it but when there's a whole bundle of sticks tied together, we, it's much stronger. So the same way that the amount of service that we do, if we all work together, not to be not envious of each other, I wish I was doing that, or I wish I was a Brahmin and not a Chattrilla or something. No, wherever we are, this is what we have. Uh, We shouldn't try to be someone else or do someone else's service. There's a verse in the Gita that it's better to perform one's own duty, even if imperfectly, than to try to perform another's duty. So whatever Krishna has given us, we should take that as our uh, service and uh, do it, work cooperatively. Uh, A close friend of mine, a Trivikram Swami, uh, he's in, preaches in Orlando now, he mentioned uh, a few years ago, he was telling me that he had to, uh, in Vrindavan one year, many, many years ago, Prabhupada asked him to give the class. He actually had to give a class and Prabhupada was sitting in there. <laughs> so he, he was kind of, was on the hot seat, you know, he did to speak in front of your spiritual master. And so he told me many years later, he asked Prabhupada's servant, did Prabhupada say anything about that class? and he said well he said at least he didn't chant or at least he didn't at least he chanted for a long time <laughs> so uh that said i'll stop here if anyone has any uh <laughs> comments or corrections <laughs> yes he says that you can the beginning of the end that way if something goes
1: wrong in the middle
0: Anyone have any further comments, questions? Yes, True?
2: Yeah, are talking about Madu When he stepped down from his position, yeah, he was a big see. Actually, we saw this video on Dandavas and him giving a class in Australia in the old days of guy who made a film of the devotees in Madhavisa English class. It was really exciting. Um so some of Prabhupada's other uh, Secretaries and people around him, you know, were talking about this and making phone calls, yeah, telling everyone what happened at peace and process. So why have you done this? You destroy the man, you make it impossible for him to come back. He has his pride. So what is this whisper 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 talk 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 gossip, gossip gossip He said, Don't do that. He said, The man in the air is difficulty, I'm dealing with it. He's such a good man, and does so much and service. But what, you make it impossible for him to come back by uh, <clears throat> denigrating his character to others and talking about it? But so what is the value? What is the purpose of that? That's <clears throat> so, mind you your own business. Yeah. And don't worry about someone else's uh, slip struggles.
0: Yeah, just imagine all the time that we spend on gossiping and thinking, oh, he did that, she did that. This is called Gramya Kata, or Prajalpa, village talk. And all the time we spend on that, if we would spend that time uh, reading Krishna books, hearing about uh, Krishna's pastime, reading about the the devotees in Vaikanta, then we would all be practically liberated souls already. And every one of us, we have a personal choice. When you go on your vehicle, you can turn on your favorite talk show, or you could turn on a Prabhupada lecture in the bhajan. And it's, what do you want to listen to? And we know in Shriya Shapanishad, there's this verse, one should cultivate knowledge of nescience and transcendence side by side. But we're only cultivating enough knowledge about nescience so we know how to deal with the material energy. Like here, if you're running a restaurant, you have to know about the health code laws and you have to know how to deal with people or else the government will shut us down. But we have no other, there's no other need to hear the bad news, to listen to the news every day, because it's all bad news. There's nothing good out there. It's just this kind of sense gratification and this war and that work. Okay. Yes, true. Uh, My personal experience at, at a certain
1: point I started thinking somewhat offensively towards my guru, thinking that, oh, he's, he's criticizing. But then I, real, I realized actually that there's also like the way that Prabhupada talked about uh, other philosophies, when he talked about things that would misguide. And so I realized that I was committing an offense by thinking that my guru was being critical. And actually he was trying to protect his disciples from being misguided. So I think there, there's also, like, like for instance, Prabhupada was very shocked, called them all fools and rascals, with any philosophical deviation, He your was very strong, because his purpose was to guide his disciples so that they weren't uh, confused. So I think it's, because I, I read an article too, on done about criticizing the criticizers, not understanding the intention of the heart, say, of a manager. Sometimes a manager has to correct things for the sake of that particular person to move in the right direction, to be to be situated, in a position of strength for service. So I think that, that that was I just that was my own confession that I was I was I was thinking that way. But then I realized the heart of my guru actually was trying to guide his disciples possibly. Okay. Did
2: you have something on this? Um we well were saying you didn't really know at all that to, to in this temple where it's at.
0: It's in Domini. She's worked tirelessly, nonstop, still does. She holds the whole place together. Jai. 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 Well, Dominic, keep Jai. 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 Yeah, Prabhupada was very, he spoke very strongly. Like, uh, there's this book, uh, Life Comes From Life, mm-hmm. Prabhupada's, conversations with uh, uh, some PhDs and scientists. And <clears throat> my father was uh, a scientist, like an, an engineer. So I sent him that book. And then uh, after, I, after I gave him that book, he never read any other books I would send him. And I never understood why. And then uh, I was with, I was talking to Sadhaputta, this is a long time ago in LA. And uh Sadhaputta said, no, that's not the book to use. Prabhupada spoke very heavily. He's calling the scientists hogs, dogs, camels, and asses. and you know, He said, don't give it to him. But when I was in Los Angeles, uh, when I got married, my parents came to LA to the temple. And I arranged for my father to meet Sadaputa. And he sat there and talked with him for like an hour. I was falling asleep because their language was like way over my head discussing, you know, uh, what was sadaputas, something, Mathematical,
2: information, and, uh, information theory.
0: Yeah, some kind of, all these elevated, you know, long words. And, and when, when he came out of there, my father told me, that was the most brilliant man I've ever met. You know, you have to know how to speak to people. For us to go call these scientists, hogs, dogs, camels, and asses, it probably wouldn't go over so well. Prabhupada could do it because he was so charming. There's another one, interesting one, Shama was telling us once. He said, uh, Shama Sundar was Prabhupada's close secretary, servant, he traveled with him, and Prabhupada was giving a a lecture somewhere, and Shama was always saying, well, I hope Prabhupada doesn't go there because at the end of the lecture, Prabhupada would just get up and walk out, and then they sang, what did your guru just say? Did, why did he say that? So in the middle of this lecture, it's full of people, Prabhupada says, and yes, women, their brain is maximum 32 ounces, and men is up to 64. And Shama was going, oh no. Man. And the room was like full of women and ladies, and then he's thinking, oh man, I'm gonna get, they're gonna really kill me after this. And then, but Prabhupada went on after he spoke that, and he was so charming that, you know, and glorifying women. Women are mothers not a Jesus, and, you know, and at the end of the lecture, you know, they all just love Prabhupada, because he he wasn't looking down at women. He didn't think lower of a woman, but he could speak like that because he was on a elevated platform. I heard, maybe you can confirm it, that uh, I heard Mother Sindan, or, uh, Mother Jamurna had asked Prabhupada, is it true that uh, women are less less intelligent or something like that than men? And Prabhupada said, Only if you think you're a woman. You know, if you think you're a body, then yes, you're you know, you have different features. But our whole philosophy is to understand I'm not a man or a woman. We're eternally servants of Krishna. Eternally servants of Krishna. So whatever status we happen to be in, in this life, we have to remember it's a very temporary status. You may think, oh, you're in a very elevated position this time because you are you have a male body, you're very strong and elevated. But because you're so attached to women, next time round, you're probably gonna take birth as, as something else. So we have to be careful how we speak and we shouldn't try to speak beyond our, uh, realization. We're trying to become devotees, but we shouldn't act like, you know, we're on some very elevated platform and we could look down at everybody else because um, Prabhupada didn't didn't want us to do that. We have to work from where we are and carry on. Any other comments? Criticisms? Corrections?
2: We have all our men. Every morning, praying let me become the main servant of Krishna. So to do that, <laughs> to pray like that, to become Krishna's main servant, you can't be on the body platform, male and female, not male and female. Because the goal is to become the uh, main servant. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> so, <clears throat> What we're singing
0: about, what our goals is, who we really are, as a servant of Krishna. Hare Krishna! I pray I didn't offend anybody. Thank you for taking care of all these devotees when they were here. Next year, we hope a tool will get us onto the campus and a permit. You know, many universities we go to, they, they will actually pay you to come. University of Maryland and um, near Washington DC, Potomac Temple, they, they, we actually get a check from them. It's sometimes $4,000, 3500 6000 If you have a club on campus, you can get the, you can get the university to sponsor your
1: festivals.
0: I can, can help you with that if you're interested. I
1: think I'll go for this need a little bit more.
0: Yeah, I know this was short notice this time because we were dependent on getting here. Hare Krishna Sri Jack.
1: Why I I